Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, the place where motivation meets inspiration. It's where hard work pays off and excuses are for people who don't want to win. If you want to learn how to sell a show in Hollywood, then buckle up, pay attention, and leave your ego outside. Now here's the host of the Mad Hustle Podcast, a 30-year Hollywood veteran that's negotiated multi-million dollar deals, whose television creations and other entertainment projects have been shown around the world, influenced millions of people for generations to come. A man who wants you to win even more than you do, Butch Hartman. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast. Is it Hustle? It's got a T in there. Hustle Podcast. The T is silent. The T is silent. But our just like Hustle is not. Just like the P is silent in Ptolemy or What? Ptolemy. Where'd you get that <laughs> word from? Yeah, that's well, that's right. Ptolemy. What the heck? Where did you pull that from? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard a miraculous moment here on the, on the Mad Hustle podcast. We did not prepare for that at all. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And then ptarmigan. Ptarmigan, by the way. Yeah. Another you know silent what, P. Do you know what a ptarmigan is? A ptarmigan is a, it's a bird, I believe. That's right. And yeah. you know why we know ding, this? Ding, ding, why ding. do we know this? We know this because our daughter lived on that street. That's right. Our daughter lived in a house. And that was, I'm like, what does ptarmigan mean? Yeah. And thanks to the Google, where the, the P is not silent because there is no P. Uh, well, maybe there is one. It's just super silent. Can't even see it. Anyway, hey, uh, what a weird beginning. All right, welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, guys. We're so glad you're here. You guys are awesome. You are visionaries, and we're so glad you have decided to join us today. Speaking of visionaries, check out our brand new YouTube channel called Vision Possible. Um, that is over on the YouTube over there, where the P <laughs> is also silent. Um, it's all about coaching you in your career goals. We do things like uh, finance, we do things like entertainment, we do things on leadership, entrepreneurship, and we have a live teaching five days a week. We're also on, where else are we? Oh, well, of course, the Matt Hustle podcast. No, I meant, where's well, Vision Possible? Oh, I'm sorry, XOTV. XOTV, right, it's on XOTV, which is another awesome platform. It's it, it's basically like a YouTube, where it's a bunch of awesome videos, but XOTV is brand new, and it's a wonderful place. The people over there treated us so great, and we just love it. So, Matt Hustle, yeah, and that well, one's actually, um, <laughs> you got me saying it now, Vision Possible is over there, right. and all my Butch Hartman stuff is over there, too. Yeah, what I love, too, is that, um, for the Vision Possible XOTV platform, it is a subscription base because you, um, you know, we felt this way for people to go to the extra step now to really want to pursue a vision mm -hmm. that they need to have some skin in the game. And so the, the big skin is uh, three different tiers. One is four ninety nine, four dollars and ninety nine cents. One a is month. nine dollars and ninety nine cents a mm -hmm. month. And one's nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents a month. We've got all three packages. We get different benefits with each right. uh, and each price layer. And what's great is is that um, in the, the the last two, you will definitely get a Q and A with us once a month, a live Q and A, which is really going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, if you get if you get the nine ninety nine or the nineteen ninety nine subscription, we do do a live Zoom call. Yeah. once a month with all the teachers, including you can us. ask any questions. Yep. We have five and teachers. Yep, it doesn't cost you a thing to be on the Zoom call. That comes with part of your package, and uh, we'd love to have you on. So it's it's really exciting. Yeah, so go check it out at XOTV Vision Possible. It's a coaching program that we do. And Mad Hustle can only be found right now on this podcast. We may do a yes. Mad Hustle. We may do a Mad Hustle channel eventually. I don't really well, know. Well, I think this is part of Vision Possible. So that's why we always promote on this because we're trying to help people. No matter what the bottom line is, is that we're always trying to help people. And since Butch always, you know, his whole, his lane is entertainment completely. 
Uh, Matt Hustle fits in perfect with that because the book that came out uh, this year into our last year in 2020 was how do you sell a show in Hollywood? And so that's where you're going to get all your information from. It's an amazing book and you need to read it. Make sure that you get it. And then, uh, well, one yeah, of, one of the cool things about the book, um, about the book, Mad Hustle is that, you know, I talk all about, um, not only, I know you have a dream of pitching a show, but how do you go about doing it? How Where do you, you do get it? There, right? How do you meet the people that are going to help you get there? Cause it all takes relationships. And you know, one cool thing that's come out of it is, uh, um, not just the book, but my career, uh, the, the Fairly Odd Parents live action show has been announced. It was announced back in February. We're doing a live action Fairly Odd Parents for Paramount Plus. Yes. And it was also just announced this week that we begin filming in June, which I'm wow. very excited. That is coming up so June fast. June of 2021. And I'm thrilled about it. Um, and I got some other cool news about it I can't share just yet, but it's right. just really, really cool. We, I, I know we're filming in June. That was announced all over the internet, so I'm not uh, spoiling anything. That's but, exciting. But it, it, it's really a blessing and an awesome, awesome treat to uh, just see your show continue to go. Well, that, I mean, you know, that rhymed, by the way. It. That rhymed. Go, show, go. Right, show, but what's you know. great is that it's continuing on to another generation. I know. It's also still, you know, speaking to the generation of kids that are in their 20s now. Mm-hmm. But it's even now going further because their kids, kids, or their kids now will start watching. And that's exciting. And I keep saying this um, about uh, the Fairly Odd Live show is I really am more of a Stan Lee type of figure on this. Like, you know, Stan Lee... He created Spider-Man, but then he didn't like do every version of Spider-Man because he just couldn't. There were too many of them, and the years went by, and Stanley was getting older, and blah blah blah, and he just couldn't do everything. But the, but everyone still loves Spider-Man, so if we're still doing more Fairly Odd Parents, I really can't do all the Fairly Odd Parents incarnations there are going to be, and so we've got this extremely awesome crew and, yeah. and showrunner and all these people working on the show, and I'm real excited about it. And I kind of get to oversee things, which is nice. I just don't have to go there. On a day-to-day basis. Right. That's kind of interesting, Stan Lee. So did his parents name him Stanley Lee? Oh, you know or what? Or was it you know, Stan? It, no, his real name is Stanley Leibowitz. Oh, Or okay. Lieberman. It's like Stanley Lieberman or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, quite quite the Jewish name there. And uh, But he, uh, yeah, he, he changed it to Stan Lee when he was like in the army or something like okay, that. Okay, well, it's a cool name. I oh, was just, totally. I was just curious if it was. And Stan was a pretty interesting guy. He basically was the Walt Disney of comic books. You yeah. know, he created. Uh, that's maybe that maybe that'll be part of our trivia question later on down the road. Oh, no, as I ask you things, that would you know not that. be fair. That would not be fair because I I don't even know his name, so don't. I know. Well, yeah, please don't go there. I, maybe I will. But what say. is our current event today? What is our fun thing to talk about? Our fun thing. We have a really cool story here. Uh, doing our news, and um, we love to uh, give you guys positive news. There is so much. Horrible Negative, news right now. Disgusting, gross. You know, and I again, Ew. I'm I'm in my fifties. I don't know how old you are. You're like in your late twenties, I know. But I I'm, am in my yeah, 20s. late tw- no late twenties, like twenty seven. Right, exactly. But I um am so fed up with all the negative news lately, I know, and we it's or, so we're sad. like, you know, look, we have a podcast. We have got to um at least get some good news out there. If we yes. Can. So anyway, here's a cool story. Uh, the title of this uh, news story is An Orphaned Polar Bear. You like polar bears? Oh, well, I like them when they're in a cage. Yeah. Do you see a lot well, of polar bears in your day? day no, day? but I don't, I don't know if I'd like to see one face-to-face unless I knew it was nice But they're so trained. cute. They're no, like, they they're, so they're like a big marshmallow that poops. Yes. That's what they are. Yes. So an orphaned polar bear that loved to hug Arctic workers gets a new oh. life. And so what happened, basically, there's this polar bear. Here's, I'll read a brief part What's of the story. What's the name? 
I don't think it has a name yet. Oh. Let me see if they named it. Um, when Arctic gold miners, now right there, that's kind of amazing. Yeah, how, that, much, how, much, how badly do you need a job? We're going to go to the Arctic to dig for gold. Well, it just sounds cold. Oh, an Arctic God. gold miner. The fact that people found gold down there. I mean, oh, anyway. You know what? I'd probably say, you know what? It's a lot of money, but I don't care. I'm freezing. I'm leaving. We could get deep into the Antarctic <laughs> or Antarctic mystery. Like, why does no one country own the Antarctic? I know. And it's it, so You're weird. not even allowed to go down there and visit. You can do, you can go visit, like, the fringes, but you can't go inside. A lot of mystery. Inside. We'll go there one day on the Mad Hustle podcast. Um, anyway, when Arctic gold miners discovered a lost and helpless polar bear cub whose mom had died, it didn't take long for her to meet, melt their hearts, not meet, melt. It didn't take long for the polar bear to melt the hearts of the workers. As the orphan cub grew to trust the men, the furry guest soon felt like a friend to the workers on remote Severnaya Zemlya archipelago. She even loved bear hugs. But with the crew scheduled to leave the base when their work contract came to an end, the vulnerable bear would be left to fend for herself. Between the threat from other predators and her lack of adequate hunting skills, she wouldn't manage to survive without help. So what happens is basically... The workers at the station have to leave to yeah. get out of the cold, but they get this beautiful little bear cub there that's kind of come to depend on them. They can't just leave her alone. That'd be terrible, left alone in the Arctic. Oh my yourself. gosh, how horrible would that be? Well, you know, it'd be cute. Is that since everything is white, all you would see was its nose, little and its black eyes. eyes. I know. Oh my gosh. What they did was they ended up lips. they ended up uh, taking it to the Moscow Zoo. And oh okay. Because the bear didn't have a mom; they had no family, so it was by itself. So they put the bear in the Moscow Zoo, which I thought was very very cute, and that's that very is cute. very sweet. So um, a polar bear's life has been saved, and so that yes. is a, that is a positive that is story. So great, I think. Now, speak. Now I was going to say this. Watch how I segue. Watch how I say, we ready for this? Yes. See, to be down in the Arctic takes a lot of courage. Yes, it does. And what is the title of our episode today? Courage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. You know, I'm keeping Julian <laughs> awake in here. Sorry, I'm going to keep you awake. It's what sparks your right, courage. What sparks your courage? Really, because what does spark? Like you know, as we talk about you know hustling in Hollywood and hustling in life, what does spark your? Well, courage? let me just first give the definition of courage. Okay. Okay. And what? And by the way, before she says that, do you guys even have any courage? I'm asking myself that yeah. too. Do we even have courage? Go ahead. What's the definition? The quality of mind or spirit that mm -hmm. enables a person to face difficulty, danger, pain. Without fear, bravery. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'll say. So when you are you are uh, when you're facing difficulty, danger, and pain, but you don't have any fear. Wow. Now that uh, so that what's is a, what's courage. The, what's the first one? Difficulty. Difficulty. All right. So difficulty. Does what was that, it? Courage. The the cowardly. No, wait, the courage. The. There was a cartoon. Yeah. What was the name? It was called Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. Courage. I was gonna say the cow. And the guy who. Cow. And the the guy who. Not the cowardly cow. Was it Stan Lee? No. <laughs> the guy who made the cartoon. His name was John Dilworth, and he's about eight feet tall. He was very, oh wow. Very tall man. Uh, but no. So I you know everything. Well, no, I know Courage the Cowardly Dog because when I was at Hanna Barbera in the '90s, and they just started the What a Cartoon program. Courage was a cartoon in the water cartoon. Does program. anybody out there remember this? Cartoon? It was nominated for an Oscar. Oh my gosh! The first one, yes. I don't think it won, but it was up for an Oscar. Wow! Mm -hmm. But I'm telling, where does all this stuff live in your brain? Well, I, well, it's just there. It's just I know, it, but I, you just I, I have, have no some, clue. You have so many, so much. It's just there. I know. It's just you get so much information in your brain. Completely useless information. No, it's uh, not. It really helps in a conversation when you're trying to strike up a conversation with a stranger. You just know so much. For me, it's like I don't talk to a lot of strangers. <laughs> you talk to more strangers than I do. You should have my brain. Let's switch brains. Okay. That'd be interesting. Uh, no, Didn't but like Pinky and the Brain do that one time. Pinky and the Brain. Brains. Okay, here's a here's a trivia question. No, what, what kind of animals were Pinky and the Brain? 
What kind of animals were they? Was Pinky a pig? No. 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 They, what kind? What kind of animals? They were. They were very simple. How about this? We've been dealing with these animals at our house. Oh, last little week. mice! They're mice. Yes, they were mice. Oh, we I didn't mice realize Pinky was a mouse. Pinky and the brain are lab mice. They're white mice. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally off. And the brain was obviously the smart one who talked like Orson Welles. Right. Pinky, I'm going to take over your podcast. Um, but anyway, so what triggers your courage? Let's start with you. Okay, so difficulty. Give me the definition right. again. Okay, so we've got... Uh, In times of difficulty. Yeah, so it a quality of mind or spirit that enables... What does enable mean? To give the power of. Right. To give a you some person power. to face the difficulty. Uh-huh. Face means confront. Right. Face danger. Uh-huh. Face pain. Yeah. Without fear. Wow. Yeah. And, so, you, and you know when you see people that are courageous. I mean, I'll use a very simple example, like a football player. These guys in football in a football game, they're, yeah. they're pretty courageous. They're having to run at other huge guys and slamming them at, at 140 miles an hour. That's, that's kind of courageous. They're getting paid to do it. But, yeah. but then there's uh, people in the military going into battle. That's courageous. You know who was probably the one of the most courageous person that I've, kn- that I've ever probably known, that, but not like known in person, but by a movie – was what was the movie with the guy that he went through? Gosh, who? He went through like the uh, the through the military. I want to say World War Two, maybe even. Forrest Gump. A movie about him? No, it's a it's a real story. Um, Audie Murphy. No. Oh gosh, <laughs> I will like think of it. Voice. So let's keep going. Wait, wait, wait. Have you give me I want to say it was called Freedom or something like that, or. A guy who went through the military. Went through the military and had like everything horrible happen to him. Courage is like, like a modern movie. Well, yeah, like um, yeah. Was it Hacksaw Ridge? No, but it was just all about him. Anyway, it'll the come Butch Hartman's life story. <laughs> I know what it was. Unbroken. Unbroken. That Unbroken. was it. Yeah. I know. I know what you're talking about. No, at, right when you were going to say that, I was like, Unbroken. Now that yeah is a story. That is about a true story. Courage. But about Louis Zamperini. Louis Zamperini. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that yeah. was a great movie. Yeah, uh, Angelina Jolie directed that movie. Well, she did an amazing job. She did, and that yeah. movie was amazing. And um, yeah, I think he passed away like maybe recently. Yeah, recently. So it was after the movie. But he was like ninety-eight years old or something. But he yeah. he went through the war. It was a horrible experience, and he got captured and all this stuff. And he finally got r- rescued and came yeah. back. And then he had a horrible life, but then he went to a tent revival meeting and became a Christian and, and right, got saved right. and changed it, turned his whole life around. Yeah, but I just yeah. w- the one thing that really sticks out is that I think they were out to sea like in a dinghy or something or a raft. Well, they were, they were, they, their plane they got, crashed. Yeah, their plane crashed. Yeah, and then they were in a, a life raft for like two weeks. Yeah, no could food, you imagine water. full sun? Like they oh, yeah. were so burned and yeah, yeah it, was it was, it was crazy. But yep. okay, let's get back to something happy. So, but, but, but what sparks your courage? Well, what, what sparked it? his courage? I mean, my gosh, the things he well, went it, up. Well, in his case, he had a. In his case, it was life or death, like yes. survival. But like, there's a lot of people out there that are faced with life and death, and sometimes we just and they cave. Get I know because we get full of fear, and it happens to anybody. It can happen to anyone. I know. Like, well, well, and by the way, pitching a show in Hollywood doesn't have to be a life or death experience, but it, it can feel it can like make one. you be very fearful. There were times. No, there were times in Nickelodeon when I'd be there, and uh, you're hearing whether the show is going to get picked up or not. And there's, a, let's say, there's eight shows in the building. There's, you know, there's Dora the Explorer over here, and there's Cat SpongeBob. Dog over here. SpongeBob. SpongeBob always got picked up. There was no. They would always have a job. SpongeBob always kept right. going. But Fairly Odd Parents was always on this little seesaw. Like it was always like. Yes, it should have been picked up all the time, but they always kept me guessing all the time. Right. Like, and there was there was a, a few years there where it was definitely a, a done deal. Well, that's where like your a, faith had to come in. No, it was faith. But then you're like, wow, they don't pick us up. We are 
You're going to face difficulty. Well, we have to finally, we have to go get another job. Yeah. And I've been running a show for a long time. Can I go work for somebody else? Am I able to go do, can I muster up the courage to go and like be somebody else's um, employee as far as like answer to somebody else and all that? And of course I could do that. But like, but like, um, what about my employees? What about all the people that work yeah. for me? You know, they're going to have to find jobs. And that would break my heart whenever yeah. whenever somebody had to get another job or, you know. And there were times I had to fire people. It broke my heart, too. I mean, I really didn't want to do that. But because it, I know. You're a nice guy. I Well, I, and, and it didn't seem like it when you're firing somebody. But I wouldn't go in and like, like a cartoon like, you're fired. But you'd give people chance after chance after chance. And they just weren't stepping up to the plate. And they were causing extra work for everybody else. Yeah. Really drag. It's funny. One person that doesn't do their work can drag everybody else down. Well, you've given me many chances. Yeah, I haven't fired you yet. <laughs> I put you on notice. You had a couple of warnings. You could fire me as a cook for sure. <laughs> We're not going there. No, because you had a good one. dinner last night. You did good. Well, I know, but you made the steak. I made the steak. You made the potatoes, though. And the and the veggies. And the veggies. Yeah. Yes, you did. Real good this job is true, but you definitely are. Well, then, but but I just have to tell everybody that Butch makes me an omelet every morning. Uh, well, um, I'm glad. Do you like them? It's amazing. <laughs> and not only that, but I, my favorite bacon is Trader Joe's, and it's turkey bacon. And well, it's, it's, it's peppered. It's, yeah. Pepper turkey bacon. It's crack pepper turkey yeah. bacon. They should they should pay me for plugging them. On yeah, this, they really should. That that. That bacon is so good, and I'm still not sick of it. But every morning he brings me two strips of bacon mm. with my omelet, an, <laughs> and I I request egg whites. And you've taken it down puts, to one egg though. Yeah, I know. yeah, it was two egg whites. Now it's he, one egg, and I love cheese on it. And he makes it with tomato and Pepper with peppers. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's the most amazing husband ever. So if you're wow. not if you're not married yet, we call this the Mad Husband Podcast, right? Yeah. And if, if you're not married yet and you're looking and you've got a list of <laughs> Of things that you need, make sure you put on there that your husband makes you an omelet. Oh yeah, no, and look, I you know I just like to cook though. I really enjoy it. It's kind of creative. It's fun. And I don't see. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay, let's get back to. Uh, All right, but I, I want to talk to the cowardly dog. Uh, courage, cowardly dog. But no, um, what does spark your courage, guys? Because there's going to be a time out there where you're going to have to face something you don't want to face. You know, your show might not get picked up. You have to go in for that big meeting. And, or you you're know, just your, that job maybe not worked out, maybe didn't work there out. There was a time um, back at Nickelodeon where it was a dear friend of mine. He wanted to pitch a show, of course. I've known this gentleman for years. And uh, he's like, let's, let's go do this. He goes, would you mind helping me pitch a show? I'm like, no, no problem at all. And I, and I, I looked at his idea, and it was a fine idea. It wasn't great. It was like, okay. But I was like, I, we can make this work. And I... I wanted him to know that I loved him and like, you know, I set up a meeting and everything. Um, I got the meeting cause it was me. It's like, well, you know, we're, let's get, let's do the meeting. And, um, cause at the time I was fairly odd parents. They were, they were more you were a hot to shot. Well, no, no. They were more up to take a meeting with me than with you him. You were so a my, hot shot at the I'm time. All I'm saying is I, I, I got a meeting. And so we went in and, uh, my friend was super confident before the meeting as the door opened and we walked in, he became a nervous wreck. I could just see the sweat forming under his armpits. And we're sitting there in the meeting. And just like you and I, we're across a table like this. And, and by the way, we know the person we're pitching to. Mm. It's he and I on this side of the table. And there's like two uh, ladies on the other side of the table that we're pitching to. And, they, and they're like they're, they're like the people you got to get past to get to the next level, right? And uh, they couldn't have been nicer. And, um, and my, my friend, I said, okay, go ahead. And uh, froze like in the headlights. Eyes got like big like saucers. And we'd rehearsed it too many times beforehand. I think he was just afraid to 
like speaking in don't. front of people? I maybe, but but the person was a very gregarious person, like in a normal office setting. They right. Were but they just got in there, and for whatever reason, and I've seen it happen, and I know why it happened, because you feel like you have to perform. You feel like maybe you're not good enough. See, that's I, where I those know. acting classes paid off for you. Maybe so. I don't know. Well, because you were, I mean, when we met, you were an actor, so you were, and plus you're an animator, too. I'm such a ham. I'd have been fine with that. Yeah, your day class. job, you had, your day job was an animator, your... Your other day job that you were trying to make was <laughs> you know, I, soap opera star was soap um, opera star. I wasn't you know stand up comedian. Maybe that's, I should I should ask the audience a trivia question. If they could name the soap operas I was on when I was uh, there. You go a youth. Yeah, back in my youth. Well, speaking days. of speaking of that, well, no, anyway, I, anyway, anyway, my friend's eyes got so huge and he was a nervous wreck and he barely made it through the pitch and he stumbled through it. I had to keep jumping in there to help him and it was like. It was really kind of a disaster, and I felt really bad. So, should I even ask, did you sell the show? No, the show didn't sell. No. <laughs> Shockingly enough, no, it did not sell. That's and because, because as we've heard here on the Mad Hustle podcast, when we had Albie Hecht and Fred Seibert on, go check that episode out, by the way. Um, they are two Nickelodeon execs. They say we're no more buying the person than we are the idea. See, that's what people think, that it's just you saying that. But it is true. true. It's kind of like, you know, the kids go, yeah, my parents say that all the time. Guys, I swear to you, this is the truth. You think about someone's going to invest all this money. It's not, yeah, the show can't be horrible, but the show could be worked on, right? Because, you know, the show grows. But if they don't like the person yeah. that signed the show, you're, they don't want to work with you. Yeah, it's like, you have it's a like, bad reputation or whatever it might be. It's almost like hiring a carpenter. It's like hiring a carpenter and they come in. And they pull up in a dingy truck, and all their tools fall off the sh off their off their truck. And they come out, and they smell bad, and they can't speak well, and they trip, and they fall, and they break something. It's like I'm not gonna hire that guy, <laughs> you know. I want to hire somebody who comes in with confidence, makes me feel good. They're gonna do a great job, and they show me their. I mean, I wanna I'm gonna hire the guy who makes me feel confident. Absolutely. Before I let him touch my house, and um, then yeah. you know. But uh, the guy who stumbles out of the truck, it's like you got to present yourself in a much, especially in Hollywood, or especially in a professional. Uh, entertainment situation. Well, and also even like in an office situation, that person, whoever they are, is going to represent you. They're, you're re they're representing your company in mm -hmm. some way, mm -hmm. whether they answer your phones or they're head of marketing or whatever. So you do have to want. You have to get along with the person. You have to like the person. There's nothing worse than working in an office and you. I, I this has never happened to us, but could you imagine working in like us being the owners and hating the employees? Oh yeah. That'd be awful. That's I mean, who'd want to come to work every day? Yeah, that's never happened. You know, and I, I know that I've worked at a job before where I'm like, oh, man, I don't like these people, you know, <laughs> but I needed the money. So I got to do what I got to do. Well, I think 99% of the populace has had that experience as well. Okay, so I have my, I do have my uh, trivia question for you. For me? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're, oh, you're trying to stump me now. That's right. Yeah, go ahead. Let's okay, see. I'm going to give you two because this one might be too easy. If it's an omelet question, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this one. I know. In which film does someone state, we're going to die and I'm wearing my mother's underwear? Hmm. Oh, my gosh. If this I is, haven't seen it, I won't know This it. is not stumping you. I'm going to die in my mother's underwear. Hold on one second. Let me, let me break it down. Like a 80s movie. I know. Let me break it down. If someone's wearing their mom's underwear, <laughs> that means they're dressing like a woman. So, what movies did a man dress like a woman? In the eighties. The eighties. I don't know why they wasn't an eight. Wasn't an Eddie Murphy movie. No. Wasn't a Tom Cruise movie. Was it a? Hold on. Was it a Michael J. Fox? No, it wasn't Michael J. Fox, was it? Nope. No. Hang on. The 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 character that said it, her name was Sharon. 
Oh, so it's a woman wearing women's underwear. Uh, I'm dying. I'm wearing my I'm wearing my mother's underwear. I I don't know. Grease too. Oh God, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> Grease too. Well, you know everything, so I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, do- but I that okay. That's real obscure. I saw Grease too a ton of times. I can name the the stars of Grease too. All right, name them. It was Maxwell Caulfield, and it was uh um. Uh, no, no, Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. Yeah. Other one, and this will be really quick because you'll know this for sure. What was E.T.'s favorite candy? Oh, it was Reese's Pieces. Okay, yeah. and, and that's that was, why I go for these harder ones. Yeah, that's easy. That's an easy one. The Grease 2 one got me, but I did. I haven't seen that movie in a, well, I'm a not century. Gonna, I'm not going to give you easy ones. I know. Because you always get them. Speaking no of courage, what. though, guys, let me ask you this. Okay, let's talk about Grease 2 for one second. Grease 1, which is just Everybody remembers. Everyone remembers it. Everyone loves Grease it. Grease 2. Grease 2 mm. comes out. Bomb. Let's say you were in Grease 2. Would you have the courage to go out there and audition again, knowing that the last thing you were in was a piece of junk and everybody is going to laugh at you and not laugh or everyone saw it and they're going to probably blame you for starring in that movie? Listen, I've been blamed for things I had nothing to do with. Like, you know, they're like, oh, Butch Hartman's name was on that project. It must be all his fault. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Was uh, it was the one, the Magic Roundabout that I worked on, the Harvey Weinstein project. Oh, my gosh. That was a. We'll talk about that one yeah, later. That, <laughs> we should do a whole. You know, we should do a whole. I'm gonna write that down. We're gonna we should do, do a whole podcast. It's called the Magic that. Roundabout. Magic Roundabout, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about that because uh, that is a story in itself. Yeah, and that talk, was crazy. I did a YouTube video about that. You guys should check that out. But you're like, I had nothing to do with that. I had a little bit at the beginning, but I boy, know. that was a, a big. But guys, what sparks? That happens in Hollywood, though. I know. Let me ask you guys a question. What what sparks your courage? Does it help you to have people around you? Do you get more courageous when you're by yourself? Do you get more courageous when you uh, are writing, drawing, dancing, acting? Do you get more courageous when you're with your family or do you want to not be with your family at all? Do you get more courageous when you aren't asked to be put on the spot? Do you, do you right. like being behind the camera as opposed to being in front of the camera? What is your like? What is your you know, dislike? I will say this. I think that more people are courageous now because of social media, because of all the like TikTok and stuff. I mean, we would never see some of these kids, adults getting in front of a, a camera and oh, shooting something. Mm-hmm. We would have never seen this. So there are millions of people out there that are really funny, but we would have never known. And it's really fun when you get to look at some of these TikToks and they just make you laugh. And oh, you're God. like, my gosh, I'm glad because I would have never known this person even existed, but he makes me laugh or she makes me laugh. Totally. I get it. Yeah, and, no. But that, but also, but what I was saying about that is that takes a lot of courage. You know, not everybody that makes a TikTok is a ham. You know, some people, True. I know a lot of them probably are because they're used to being in front of the camera, but it might be taking some people a lot of courage to step out like that in a media way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for, you know, not everybody, you know, wants to be an actor or a performer, but there's other ways of being courageous. And so what is that to you? Um, do we shy away from it or do you want to face it head on? Because that's, that's kind of our personalities. You know, you and I, we will go and we will be, we will throw ourselves into something that is super difficult or scary or whatever, just because we want to prove that we can do it. And that builds courage. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, you're exactly right. And guys, listen, uh, you're going to have to face it at one point or another. There's going to be a moment where you're going to want your career to change to or to go to another level. And it's going to require a lot of courage on your part. You're going to have to make that decision, take that meeting, maybe get rid of that partner you've had for your entire yes. life. Who's not doing, there's a, there's many examples, Simon and Garfunkel, 
Loggins and Messina. Who the heck is Messina? Exactly. Kenny Loggins. I mean, yeah, everybody really, knows showing, him. My, really showing my age. Yeah, now. I know. Uh, we barely know Kenny Loggins anymore, but I love, of course, love Kenny Loggins. But there's been, there's been a lot Peaches of Peaches and Herb. Peaches and Herb. <laughs> How many? <laughs> they stayed married though. They did, yeah. There were Peaches was a woman, yeah. But like, what do you, what do you do to advance your career in such a way that you are going to have to find that inner courage? And and by the way, learn how to access it whenever you want. You can't just have it show up randomly, and you can't have it vanish on you at the worst time. You need to be able to access that courage. Be a bold person. You know, just recently, you and I were talking. And uh, there's, you know, there's obviously things that come up and we have to deal with. But I was like, you know what? Something just hit me a couple of weeks ago. And I went, what am I doing being nervous about these situations? I am never going to be nervous again. Life is too short. I know where my position is. I'm a, I'm a strong, bold, courageous guy. Yes. I'm not going to be afraid of anything anymore. Not that I am afraid, but my point is there were some things coming up and around us that was like, well, I could deal with this or that or just things that would not make me scared, but just make me like doubt. I'd be like, I was getting doubtful. Right. And I went, I'm not going to doubt ever again. If I don't see it come at the, the first second I believe for it doesn't mean it's not going to come. Right. So I'm not going to sit there and be doubtful. And I don't want any of you out there to be doubtful either. I want you guys to be very positive and very proactive when it comes to building your courage and managing it. And yeah. I really do. And, you know, this is not just in professions, but it's also in relationships and, you know, whatever it is. You know, yeah. it's like, and listen, we've always heard the old story of like the guy that was, you know, had to be courageous to go finally meet this, you know, meet the girl of his dreams or whatever. And you he's, said courageous. I said, I'd say courageous. Said, I meant yeah. to say courageous. Yeah, yeah. Or Cretaceous. We could Cretaceous. be the Cretaceous. But area. courageous because they really wanted to meet somebody or the girl really wanted to meet somebody and they just were too scared to do it. You know, there's courage like that. But, but no matter what, though, it's like I always say this. What do you have to lose? Like nothing. Right. When you want to find out that, you know, you tried and it didn't work as opposed to 20 years later, Oh my gosh, why didn't I try? The worst feeling in the world is when uh, you wanted to do something, yes. you had the chance, you didn't do it, and you saw somebody else take the chance, and they were able to succeed at it. And I, I Oh, got, that's awful. Our little da our daughter Carly, when she was really little, the, the, new, the new girl came into class, and the teacher said, who wants to show uh, Lori around the school? And Carly wanted to really bad. So but, bad. But her friend shot her hand up like a second before Carly did. Well, Carly was, wasn't being courageous. She was being very shy. She was being shy. And Carly, Carly would tell us that years later, she regretted that day ever since. Cause like she wanted to show that little girl around the school. And yeah. then, that, then that other girl raised her hand faster than Carly did. And Carly was devastated. <laughs> and we're like, you know, Carly, I mean, she was like five at the yeah. time. We're like, Carly, you gotta, you gotta make it that you gotta, there's the quick and the dead. You gotta make that decision. <laughs> so. All right, guys, listen, thanks for listening this week. Um, Oh, I have to ask you a question. Now. Oh, dang it. I so thought you'd forget. Many. Wait, wait. Okay. I want you to name. Okay. What comic book company? You're probably going to get this. What, what what comic book company did Stan Lee? Marvel. Oh, very good. Okay, that's Yay. Good. too easy. Okay, no. I, that was not easy. Other than Spider-Man, name a character Stan Lee created. Um, other than Spider-Man. Other than Spider-Man. Can't name Spider-Man. Okay. Um, this is called silence. Yeah. No. Um. Superman. No. Okay. I don't know. Okay. No. Let's see. No. That was DC Comics. Right? Very good. That's right. <laughs> okay. You're getting um, better. Let's see. Uh, Come on now. Oh, Iron Man. Very good. Yay! Very good. Iron Man. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. And we can go now. We could go deep into Iron Man, but we're not going to do that. Okay. Uh, no. I could say who's Iron Man. That's secret. about it. Yeah, for that's me. about it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening this week. Get your courage going. Stir it up. What makes you courageous? Put yourself in those situations on purpose and see what comes out. I bet you'll be surprised at the results. All right. Um, this is what's Julianne. We're going to go. And until oh, we don't you forget, I know it's about to say, we're okay. Gonna, okay. We got to say our, our catchphrase. The dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. That's right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the mad hustle podcast. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and most importantly, motivated to get moving and sell your project in Hollywood. Remember to get Butch's book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. It's a treasure trove of information about what to expect as you navigate the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. You can also find Butch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The man likes to hustle, and if you're serious, you should too.